Dude, did you see that thing on uh, Facebook with that cop in the Las Vegas who was shooting through his windshield at the at the no. fake suspect? I, no. Oh my god, it's so sick. What happened? So, like, he's he's trying to pull these guys over, and they shoot at him from the back of their car. They they have oh, a, yeah. they have a stolen car. So, dude, he's chasing them, and then he pulls out his Glock, and he yeah. he starts shooting through his own windshield at these guys. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and then, dude, he gets next to him and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, he unloads an entire clip into this guy's car. The car, like, slows down and then, it, like, hits the side of this, like, elementary school. He reloads and then just gets out of his car and just unloads into this car, like, clack, 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 clack. Yeah. And, and I guess he kills the driver, but the passenger or something like that gets away. Dude, it's so sick. Just Google, um, police shoot through windshield in chase or yeah las vegas police pursuit it's super sick that's insane dude <laughs> damn i'll put it up on uh on silence's consent with uh with aaron yeah the new site we're working with yeah bro it's it's super sick and um do you have any guns you you're in dc i, I do not not yet but you yeah don't. oh i know i got my concealed carry man oh thank god dude fuck yeah <laughs> oh okay you're you're on that level all right you i know. am yeah that's awesome know. Because sometimes yeah. I tell people, yeah, man, I got my concealed carry, and they're like, why would you do that? Yeah. And uh, it's just mentality. Why so, the fuck yeah. not? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't use it very often, to be honest. Um, but, you know, if I'm in a CD area, I have my I have my Glock in my car. Yeah, that's I, good. I conceal it. Do you know what appendix carry is? It's kind of like in the front. Yeah, yeah. Like 1 p.m. almost, like kind of right next to your cock. <laughs> okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh my friends all conceal carry and like they're all about it so when i saw him shooting through the windshield i watch a lot of tactical videos and when i saw him shooting through the windshield i was like damn that actually works i thought police cars had bulletproof glass on them but yeah um, i feel like it shattered the whole window too wouldn't it no like you, you'll see in the video it just makes holes that's and, awesome. Uh, I don't think it was effective fire from that, but once he got up next to him, dude, he's just fucking unloading at like six feet <laughs> away. And I was like, damn, this guy is fucking legit. Damn, that's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. Anyway. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, 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 I'll send you the link. All right, man, when you're ready to awesome. get started. All right, just give me a cue. Go. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, John Anthony. And I'm Mark Singh. And today, we're going to be talking about, basically, in a nutshell, how to make money. Um, the title of this video, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but it's going to be Five Ways to Make More Money Now. Yep. And we're going to be dividing it into different subsections, uh, with which... Uh, we'll discuss today and those are going to be mindset the underlying principles to making money strategies to making money the skill sets to making money and how to start a business from scratch um this is going to be a multi-part series but today we're just going to kind of touch upon each topic and give you guys a little taste of everything so with that in mind you want to just dive right into mindset mark yeah so with mindset which is actually the most important thing when trying to attract more money into your life and when it comes to money, there's two fundamental emotions that most people are run by, and those are fear and greed. So the first thing is to ask yourself is, how do you feel about money? Are you one of those people that says money doesn't grow on trees, or I can't afford that, or do you have negative feelings about money? Like when I say the word money, how does it make you feel right now? Ideally, you'd want to feel good about money, but a lot of people, especially those people that don't have it, feel bad about it. And, you know, we don't want to delve too much into into the law of attraction, but basically the way the way it works is like attracts like. And when you resonate with something, when you when you love something, when you feel good about something, it gets attracted into your life. So the the most important thing just starting out is is just your mindset about money. Like how how does it make you feel? First you'll identify that, and then what you do is you you want to get into a situation where um, you're in a towards mindset towards money. So a lot of people, a lot of people will be like, "I want to get a job and I want to make money to avoid being poor, to avoid having to be out on the streets, to avoid having to be in a bad situation." But those people that are good with money 
always have a towards mindset. The reason I want money is because I want to experience good things. I want this. I want that. When you're in a away from mentality, and this is true with women as well, when you're like, I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to get rejected. I don't want to get laughed at. You're going to be far less effective than when you're in a towards mentality, which is like, I want to be the man. I want to be the pimp. And when it comes to money, it's like, I want to go on vacations. I want to like have that challenge and conquer it. I want to start this business so that, you know, I can change people's lives. So initially, as we get started into this, really focus on your mindset and feel feel where you're at with your mindset surrounding money and also try to get into a towards mentality where you're going after money to accomplish something good rather than going after money to avoid something bad. Yeah, that's that's really key. Um so there's a few points you made there that I really want to touch on. And the first is uh, your emotions, right? So I'm a very naturally just logical person. So, um, you know, for a long time, I was just like, oh, emotions, like those are stupid. Why do I need those? Like I just think about things logically and, and you know, just, just think logically. But um, emotions in a lot of ways are actually, I think, more intelligent than analytical thought could ever be. Um, I mean, emotions are basically the guiding force of your life, whether you realize it or not. Like if you're constantly afraid of something, uh, which, you know, includes money uh, because you're afraid of the responsibilities that come with it. Or, you know, if you whenever you think of money, you think of uh, you have emotions of, you know, fear and anxiety, because whenever you think of money, you're thinking, oh, you know, will I be able to pay this month's rent? Will I be able to afford my kids tuition? Whatever it is, if you're constantly experiencing negative emotions regarding money, then you're not going to get far. Um, and like you said, I think that that, that uh, playing to win mindset is super, mm. super fucking key because like, you know, it's the difference between playing to win and playing to not lose, mm-hmm. right? When you yep. play to not lose, your reticular activation system, your RAS, which is basically the part of your brain that uh, chooses what to focus in on and it kind of filters out information that you think is irrelevant your ras is going to focus on everything that could go wrong right so and you know when you walk up to a girl or when you start a business or when you you know do something that you're afraid to do if you're playing to not lose you're going to be focusing on okay this could go wrong that could go wrong right and it's going to you know give you these emotions of fear and it's going to hinder you instead of playing to win where it's like okay these are all the things that could go really fucking well so you're going to have these emotions of ambition and confidence and, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's like whatever you believe is going to happen, in a lot of ways, it is going to happen. Yeah. And um, this is super paradoxical, too, because, like, a lot of guys get caught up. Like, I can just hear, like, you know, people uh, thinking in the background, like, as they're listening to this. And, you know, this is something I would have thought, too, when I first heard this, like, 10 years ago, is I would have thought, oh, that's dumb. I mean, like, shouldn't you know about the things that could go wrong? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes, but you shouldn't obsess about them and they shouldn't be your primary concern. Right. And 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 with that too, it's like let's say you're going to make a financial decision. Well, many people make their financial decisions based on emotions like greed and fear. Those are the two like, – like you actually taught me this, John, um, is that greed and fear are what run – the the markets right it's like when people get greedy they start buying and when they get fearful they start selling and that's what makes it go up and down but a lot of the times when you're making a financial decision you want to try to separate out and actually become more logical and and try to get away from those emotions as much as possible because like we like we see with women and i always go back to women because that's my specialty and like we see with women, when you are run by your emotions, you see how much the emotions fuck you over. You're like, don't call her, bro. Like Mark Singh says, don't call her. So I'm not going to call her. I'm not going to call her. But what if what if she's waiting for me to call? But what if this? What if that? I just have to call her. And then you call her and she, you just get blown out. Like you blow yourself <laughs> out because you act like a little bitch and you act on your emotions. So a lot of the times when making a financial decision, it's best to try to separate your emotions. And one good way to do that is to make a pros and a cons list. And you, you make a very logical list which shows, okay, this will be a pragmatic decision because of this, this, and this. And if you act on the emotion of greed or if you act on the emotion of fear, that's a lot of times when people get screwed over. And it's funny because with money, you'll see people make decisions where it's like they just keep losing their money over and over again. Like, fuck, no matter mm-hmm. what I do, I always buy at the wrong time. I always sell at the wrong time and I'm just – I'm just losing money and it's a lot of times because of those emotions. So 
like anything else, I think discipline is one of the most important things that a person can have. I think it's one of the most important virtues, having discipline to eat right, to go work out, to to know how to deal with women, and especially money. I mean, if you can't afford it, it, it m- money is very black and white. Either you have the money to afford that or you don't. But a lot of people won't even look like people don't even look in their bank accounts. Like yeah. one of the money one of the money gurus that I follow says to look in your bank accounts and your finances every single day. Even if it's hard for you to look at, like even if you're kind of in a shitty financial situation, the more you look at it and the more you accept what's happening, the more you can make logical decisions because it's like I'm looking at it every day, so the fear isn't it's like reducing every time I look at it. Okay, now I can like pay off my bills. Now I can set up a, a payment system. I can invest in assets rather than liabilities, and I can act logically to advance, you know, my money situation without fear and greed guiding my decisions. Yeah, and that's uh that's really key because like I mean you know like you said, uh, fear and greed are what drive the markets, right? Mm-hmm. So, I um I've been trading Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the stock market and and futures and everything for the past like five or six years, and um this is uh, something that we're going to see a lot of because I don't know if you guys knew this or if you knew this, Mark, but recently Bitcoin just went up like ten percent in a day, mm. um and and uh, you know for the people that know how to read the markets like we could see this coming because bitcoin was struggling at this key support level for like a long time i think like a week or two weeks or something and um then basically what we see is everyone saw that the support level was going to hold it wasn't going to go any lower and immediately just billions of dollars rushed into crypto which is that that greed aspect right people are like oh shit it's it's finally going to go up now Uh. right and that's not necessarily a bad thing because i think it actually is going to go up but um you know it's I mean, I've I've lost thirty thousand dollars in uh, I think like a week was was like the most I ever lost in the market Damn. because I know because I didn't have my fear and my greed in check. Uh, Warren Buffett says, "Be greedy when others are fearful, and fearful when others are greedy." Hmm. And um, so on this on this topic, uh, as a side note, I'm launching a cryptocurrency trading course where you guys can actually follow me. I'll tell you exactly what I'm buying and selling. I'm going to go over everything. Um, I'm launching it July 24th, so it's this next Tuesday, and um, I go over this in that course. You know, it's fear and greed that drive the markets. Fear and greed. It's you know, people like for example, in December of 2017, when Bitcoin was at an all-time high, uh, you know, the news started just shilling cryptocurrencies, and they were saying, "Oh, Bitcoin, you know, it's going to hit a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars next," and you know, all this dumb money that we like to call it just rushed in. And, uh, you know, became greedy, basically. And then, you know, when it topped out at 20K, everyone became fearful and just dumped. And um, you see, this is why 99% of people lose money in the stock market, lose money in crypto, lose money in life. Mm. It's just because they let their emotions guide their decision-making process. Right. So didn't you, you were telling me over text, you did a pretty good trade recently. What was that yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple of days ago, I... um. I kind of like I, I fell out of trading for a while just because I was like focused on other stuff. But, you know, I decided to get back into it and just kind of look at the markets uh, about a week ago. And um, I identified a really good trade that I saw. And um, it's so it's it's this actual it's this it's meme. Basically, it's called Dogecoin. It was a cryptocurrency that was started as a joke, but it has a very predictable pattern. And um, I basically saw that it was perfectly lined up to uh, to make some good money over like the next, you know, uh, week to two weeks. And so I bought some of it, uh, I think two days ago and it's up like 50% so far. Hey dude, um, uh, thank you so much for texting me and letting me know you were buying that. Really appreciate you, brother. Oh, of course dude. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, being sarcastic. Uh, you douche. You didn't fucking tell me. Oh shit. I didn't. <laughs> no. I thought I, I thought I actually, maybe I sent you, I must, I must have uh, told you afterwards. Dude, but, yeah, um, you told me afterwards. You're like, bro, I just made like like 600 bucks in 30 minutes. I was like, ah, hey, thanks for keeping me going, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'll text you next time. I'm going to give you a free copy of the course, of course, and uh, get all the notifications in the course. But um, Do I get to, yeah, be, I mean, do I get to be in the uh, executive suite where I look you over do. your shoulder and uh, see you do everything? Absolutely. You're going right. to get uh, part of the, the millionaires, the mindset group and everything, and um, just, you know, uh, the million, millionaires executive suite, I think is what yeah. we decided to call it, and just uh, get notifications when I, you know, when I buy and sell exactly when I buy and sell it. Um, so for anyone wondering, by the way, let me let me actually pull this up. I can look at it right now. Um, so I bought Dogecoin at I think 
uh, it's like 40 Satoshis, which is point zero 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 four zero of a Bitcoin. And um, in that time since I bought that, so I bought it two, two days ago, in the time since I bought that, it's gone up uh, in and of itself. It hit point five five point you know 55 Satoshis today. I think it's going to continue going up, but um, Bitcoin went up as well. Uh, so it's sort of like an exponential effect because the the value of Dogecoin went up uh, in terms of its value uh, relative to Bitcoin, and the value of Bitcoin went up in terms of its relative value to the USD. So it, I ended up making like fifty percent. I think it's like forty five, fifty percent so far. Nice, man. But, um, well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um, you know, and like as I was just, I was like at the gym today. I was reading through the news, and it was just like I was, you know, looking at uh like all these different news websites that were talking about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, and it's like. It's either fear or greed, right? So yep. I can pull it up now. I can pull it up literally right now. And um, one of them right now is like, uh, let me see. Uh, DJ King Crypto Banker predicts Bitcoin will hit 60K by the end of the year, mm. right? So it's like greed, greed-based. Yeah. Um, uh, Warren Buffett calls Bitcoin uh, rat poison squared, or sorry, Charlie Munger, who's like Bitcoin's, uh, or uh, Warren Buffett's, uh, advisor or whatever his his co-founder of berkshire hathaway bitcoin not a real currency risky for unsophisticated investors uh john mcafee predicts bitcoin will hit one million by 2020 like it's it's all fear and greed based right the news yeah and um you know it's just funny how when you adapt that mindset you kind of see like how everyone thinks and it allows you to make rational decisions based off of how everyone else is is thinking with fear and greed um warren buffett said that the stock market is a device that transfers money from the pockets of people who were impatient to the pockets of people that are patient. Yeah. Right. And that's just something that I like so wholeheartedly believe because I mean, as I, you know, made 50% over the past two days from a cryptocurrency, I'm, I'm basically laughing at everyone who like sold, you know, cause they're like, Oh, it's so low now. You know, Bitcoin is it, I think it's at like 7,300 right now. They're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's so low. I'm going to sell. Yeah. And then, you know, in, in a month, it's going to be up even more. So, and, um, so now is the time to get in more because I'm already in. I've got like yeah. 3500 in just a little bit. Um, but now is the time to buy more, right? Because it's down. Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I always do is um, it's it's uh, difficult to pinpoint the exact of location course. of when it's of when it's going to bottom out. But yeah. I mean – in the grand scheme of things, now is a good time to buy. You know, we might see a dip and a retest of the seven thousand level, and um, of course, I'm going to go more into this in my, you know, in my course, and I'm going to put up uh, crypto updates on YouTube eventually. But um, you know, now is a good time to buy. If you have a little bit of money, just put it into crypto right now. You know, the the big ones: Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, uh, Bitcoin Cash, and just hold it for you know a year, two years, and you'll be sitting very, very well. Nice. Nice. We weren't uh, really planning to get that deep into it, but um, yeah, yeah. that's exciting news, man, especially especially now. And it's down. Everybody's like, oh, it's it's going down. It's down. But um, you were showing me the charts the other day and I was like, man, based on the based on all the principles and like the the the, um, you know, the patterns that it takes, it almost seems like it's going to kind of start going up again soon. So I'm going to go ahead and, and invest a little bit more now since it's down. And uh, follow the principles, man, and not get into my emotions. Definitely, yeah. And that kind of brings us to the, the second point, which is the, the principles of making money, basically, the principles of wealth. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, you know, one of them for me has been um, always buy things that you feel like they're an investment, right? And that doesn't have to be like a stock or a cryptocurrency. But like we were talking before, it's like, you know, Mark pays a whole bunch of money. Uh, consulting different experts and getting coaching and and you know different uh, like experts in their fields and getting wisdom from them mm-hmm. and um like that's an investment in yourself and I do the same you know I'm always buying books and and reading new things and watching new videos and and going to seminars and learning and um you know you should always ask yourself like is this thing that I'm buying is it an investment in myself or is it just a you know a shiny item and it's not that there's anything wrong with shiny items so to speak I mean you know. I want to have a fucking Lamborghini one day, but you know, in order to get to that point, you have to invest in yourself, invest in your education, buy courses, buy books, you know, just read and learn. Yeah, absolutely. So there, there's two, there's two types of investments. One is an asset and an asset is what basically makes you money while you sleep. It's where you're having your money work for you rather than against you. And then there's a liability and liability is basically something you buy 
and it loses half its value, you know, like a car when you drive it off the lot. So a lot of the times the toys we have, they're liabilities and assets are things like um, investing in a home that goes up and that goes up in value where you have renters in it. Um, getting yourself into a, a situation where you're getting royalties, where you're getting paid, um, investing in the stock market, including Bitcoin, where, you're, where your money is actually making you money. So it's like, imagine you have a dollar bill and he's like a little worker and like you could either kill him or you can send him into the workforce to make you more money. So you want to stack the <laughs> like assets. That. Yeah, so he's going in there and he's, he's making you more. And by the way, um, something I think about when we're going to talk about strategies, but money attracts money. So what I do is I actually have money all around my house. I have right here on my desk, I have stacks of $100 bills wrapped with like wrapped with rubber bands, kind of like a gangster, just like st- sitting over there in the corner <laughs> of my desk. Cause like money likes its friends. It wants to hang out with its friends. And like, I have a drawer of money in my kitchen. It's like every time I open it, there's just money in there. And um, a little trick you can do is get like 99, 100 or $1 bills and then put a hundred dollar bill on top of it and wrap it with, um, wrap it with a rubber band and have that sitting on your desk. And it looks like this is fat stack of hundreds. And that's, that's one strategy to attract more money to yourself. But like John was saying, you want to invest in assets and what's the single best asset you can invest in, John? Yourself. Yourself. That's absolutely right. Because think about it, like think about yourself as like a machine, right? Or like a lot of a lot of people like video games. I'm personally not that into them, but like a video game, right? So like you get your soldier, and then you can like slap a slap a vest on him, and then you can have night vision goggles, and then you can upgrade his Glock 17, like the one that was shooting through the police window during during that car <laughs> chase today. And like you can upgrade that dude, and like he becomes more and more badass, and then you can slay more guys and 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 get all the chicks. Well, what's the difference between that and you? When you invest in yourself. You're investing in a long-term asset that can always make you money, that can always get you girls, that can always get you exactly what you want because you're putting money into it and the, the government can't tax it. In fact, when you invest in yourself, you can use that as a tax write-off, which is what I do. I invest in coaches and every single coaching dollar I spend comes out of my taxes and it's what I don't have to pay the government because it's a business investment. So invest in yourself, especially if you're making – I, I always say if you're making $250,000 or less, people say, well, what should I invest in? Good things are like Bitcoin, the stock market, but also and most importantly is yourself because you're basically building that warrior, right? You're getting him the tactical vest. You're getting him the tactical dog and like the sick boots and the, the cry precision multi-cam pants and like you're getting him ready for war so that when the opportunities do come – You've been studying, you've been reading books, you've been working with mentors, you've been putting all this into yourself so that when the opportunity does come, when that hot girl does walk across the street and she crosses the corner and you're like, holy shit, that's the hottest girl I've seen in six months. You're going to have the skill set to be able to approach her, open her up, get her attracted to you and walk away with her phone number. You're going to be able to see a monetary situation where you've been studying, you've been studying financial books, you've been studying courses, you've been doing all that, where you see an opportunity and you can walk into that opportunity and walk away from it by with making more money. And while we're on the subject, I wanted to quickly, quickly tell you about how I do one-on-one coaching for seduction. Just go ahead and click the link below if you want to check out my sales page. I won't go too far into it, but I will say this. When you invest in yourself – when you actually put that money into you and you work with a one-on-one coach, which is what I do, every single week I work with a coach one-on-one, your results will absolutely skyrocket far beyond any course you can take, any like weekend workshop you can go to. When you're talking with me directly, we are going to absolutely destroy your sticking points and get you to the results you want in the quickest way possible because again – we are making that machine run smoothly, seamlessly, and we're going to like, you know, super track you to your goals in the quickest way possible. So, uh, that's yeah. my little rant on assets. Do you have anything you want to add to that, John? Absolutely. I mean, I like what you said because um, you know, that's the power of having a mentor. It's like all of the it's like what you'll find in life, what I found in life is that you'll make you'll generally follow this pattern. And the way this pattern goes is you'll make a lot of like little tiny improvements in your life in different areas and then you'll find a mentor through either a book or through a person like with your coaching 
or uh, you know through a seminar like something of that nature and then your results will explode mm-hmm. and then you know you'll make little incremental results every now and then and then you'll find you know another piece of wisdom from maybe another mentor from maybe the same mentor and your results will explode yeah and just like looking back at my life it's always been the the people the mentors that have caused rapid explosions in my results yeah and that's something that like really mm-hmm. can't be understated i mean or i'm sorry that's something that can't be overstated is that you need mentors like you need people that have been there because nothing is going to change you and your life faster than someone who knows exactly what to do and can tailor their advice specifically to you the way i like to look at it is like let's say you're a little you're a little fire right you're like a little tiny fire burning and you're trying to get bigger and then i go ahead and put you next to a raging fire What's going to happen to your fire when you're, when you're next to this raging fire? When you surround yourself with people who already have what you want, and by the way, going back to the financial thing, when you surround yourself with millionaires, which I consciously try to do, when you talk to people who have financial success, hang around with them, man, take them to lunch, you know, and just pick their brain. When you get around those people, it's amazing what it does for your life. Like when you're around dudes who pull chicks, you're going to get laid. When you're around dudes who pull money, you're going to just start automatically making more money. And it always, it even comes down to your home, like the type of people you live around, the type of people you hang around. Like I'd be willing to pay way more rent to be in an affluent area than I would to save a couple bucks and be in a shitty area simply because of the mentality of the people around me. I would pay much more because I know I'm smart enough to know that that investment is going to multiply itself simply because of my surroundings, your surroundings and the people you surround yourself with is extremely important. Absolutely. I mean, that's how you learn, right? Is through osmosis, yep. you know, like that's, that's the, the way that people learn, uh, the most naturally. I mean, when you're a kid, how do you learn to speak your language? You know, do you sit down and, and read a fucking book and like conjugate verbs No, you're just like you're around people that speak your language and you just pick it up from them. Like that's how people learn naturally. And so if you can surround yourself either, you know, the best is in person. The best is if you can actually live with someone, have a roommate that is, you know, just 100% killing it in life because you'll pick it up fast. The second best is if you can get access to someone through like a coaching program or through like online mentorship through the phone or like, you know, in-person sessions. Mm -hmm. And then the third best would be like books, right? But I mean, if you can like surround yourself with those influences, you'll learn so much faster than anything else could possibly uh, teach you. Yeah. By the way, on this subject, um, the book that I'd like to suggest to you guys is uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Have you have you read that, John? Yeah, yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, it's a really good book. So I think that's good to to kind of get you started on this track, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, anything by Robert Kiyosaki. And also, if you want to jump on YouTube, I suggest I suggest Dan Locke. L-O-K is his last name. His YouTube videos are legit. Like seriously, I, you watch his stuff too, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Rich Dad Poor Dad is great too because um, it kind of lays down like the underlying mindset behind – so the idea is, is basically this guy, Robert Kiyosaki, had two dads. One was like a, a stepfather. One was his actual dad. Yeah. And his actual dad was uh, really poor. And his, his stepfather was like really rich. And so he just got to observe the differences in their mindsets and their, their kind of approach to life and to money. Uh, and he, he chronicles this in that book. And uh, Dan Locke is really good because he like lays down the mindset of uh, thinking bigger than you are currently thinking. Yeah. And how you should always like go to like the, the big pond, right? It's better to be a small fish in a big pond yeah. than it is to be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. And uh, Dan Locke's whole thing is like high ticket sales, right? It's like the ultimate abundance, like focus on the top 1% of people. Yeah, I love like uh, listen to his playlist. I think it's called Boss and the Bentley. Man, he gives <laughs> he gives million dollar advice in that in that playlist alone. Like I just listened to it over and over and over again. I was like, fuck, man, this guy is giving away some amazing stuff. So uh, check out those two resources for sure. So uh, you ready to jump into three strategies? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So what I wanted to talk about is, um, you know, the way life works is really interesting. If you're short of something, what should you do? You should give it first and then it'll come back to you in buckets. So if you want to smile, give a smile. If you want to laugh, give a laugh. If you want to compliment, give a compliment. You can give love. And if you want money... I know you're going to hate this. Give money. When you give it away, 
it actually comes back to you. Now, you're thinking, well, dude, how much do I have to give? I, I don't have a lot. That's why I'm listening to this podcast. I want more. <laughs> so what I do is um, from my businesses, I'll take my net profit and I'll take 10% and I'll, I'll put that in my savings. So that goes into the savings, whether it's the stack of $100 bills in my drawer in my kitchen or on my desk, whatever. I'll keep that for myself and, and hopefully I'll invest it into assets, the stock market. Um, right now I'm looking to buy buy a house I can get renters into, uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, etc. And then what you want to do with just probably maybe 3% of your money, depending on how much you make and how much you feel you can give away, just give it away. Give it to a bum on the street, donate it to a charity, give it to a friend. Uh, give your friend gifts. You know what I mean. Like actually, my mentor that I'm totally like I really really like like this guy. Um, I'm giving John one of my sessions, and John's like, man, thank you so much for that. And little does he know it's for a selfish reason. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, you know when you when you give away when you're when you're really when you're really um, gracious with your money, it's amazing. Just more opportunities will come back to you because that's how the universe works, right? Like we talked about, like attracts like. I'm gonna give to you, it's gonna come back. It's circular. Think about energy, it's a circular thing. It goes out, comes back in, goes out, comes back in. If you stop it and you're a miser and you hoard it and you're like, no, I don't wanna give that to you, like fuck off. It's it's just gonna find ways to like just not come into your life. Money is a circular energy, so you give it away and it comes back and it's it's circular in that way. Yeah, it really is. And it's funny because like it sounds like a lot of hippy dippy like just uh-huh. kind of like woo woo bullshit, but it's like actually legit because yep. what you do is when you when you hoard money and you know, say that you go out and you have a nice dinner, you know, it's worth $150 and you only tip them like a dollar or something, which <laughs> does happen. I was a waiter for a, a while when I was a kid. Yeah. Um what you do is you basically train your subconscious to think that there's a scarcity of money. Mm-hmm. Right? And yep. then that leads to you taking less risks and turning into basically protection mode rather than acquisition mode, right? It's like that playing to win versus playing to not lose. Mm-hmm. When you constantly undersell people and uh, you know try to take more of your cut than you earn and, and you just like don't give anything away, you're training your subconscious to play to not lose rather than to play to win. Mm. You know, you're training your, yourself to believe that there's a shortage of money. You're fear-based. You know you're gonna have more negative emotions surrounding money, and uh, it's just not gonna work out for you. Yeah. But when you you know give, uh, and you obviously you know again like you have to be smart about it. You know don't just like give your life savings to some fucking random person. But like you know if you're smart about it, like it's a really really great thing to do. Um, one thing that I always do is like when I eat out, I'm super generous with my tips. Because yeah, I know too. that you know when I give that waiter or that waitress like a, a 25-30% tip, I'm training myself like okay, like there's no shortage of money. Yep. Like what are you worrying about? Like there's there's enough money for everyone. There's enough resources. Like you're good, man. You're good. You know. Yeah, and also um, I wanted to talk about scarcity versus abundance. So going back to mindset a little bit, like do you have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset? Do you think that there's enough money? I, I forget what the stat is, but there's a retarded amount of money in this world. And if you think about it right now, you're probably listening to this in your car or at your house. Look around you right now. Everything that's surrounding you is money. The desk, your car, the window, the house you're in, the roads, it all took money to create it. So money is literally around you at all times. And if you want to take it another another step further, you can even say that you are money because money is what keeps you alive. It's what feeds you, you know? It, it's what it's what keeps you warm at night when it's raining. Money is literally in you and throughout you, and the fact that you don't have it is all about your mindset. Because you don't, you're not connected with it, but it's like oxygen. Do you do you pine after oxygen and say, "Oh, I don't have enough," or do you like try to hoard oxygen? No, it just it's abundant. So it's like you don't have this like outcome dependence on it. You don't have this like neediness for it. It just is there. You take it in when you want it. You let it go when you don't need it, and you can get as much of it as you want. And when you start to shift, because it's it's all about mindset. It's all about how you think about things, and the same is is true with women. When you shift from uh, this neediness to this is fucking abundant, it's everywhere, it's like in my cells, it's, it's literally on my body in the form of clothing and it's like it's all around me, everybody has it, why can't I get it whenever I want? When you have that, 
it'll it, it, it's weird like it rearranges itself to start coming into your life in buckets yeah absolutely it's it's really crazy how that works i mean you know um one of the things that i do right now is i listen to uh hypnosis videos like when i sleep mm. um and i i talk about this in the mindset mastery ebook that i give away for free with seven strategies when you buy it and um you know there's this one that i really really like and um, when I first started listening to it, it sounds so crazy. Like it's hard to believe even saying this. But when I first started listening to it a while back, um, I'd been listening to it I think for like eight days or like like a little over a week. And the next morning, I ended up getting uh, like a brunch type deal with my friend's dad. And it turns out – or my friend's stepdad technically. And it turns out that his stepdad was a millionaire. And I convinced him into giving me $20,000 to invest Um, and like, I don't know if that is just coincidence, but like, I can't help but wonder, you know, did, did those events kind of come about from the hypnosis video changing my underlying, uh, my underlying mindset, you know, because I mean, I, I don't know if he would have given me that 20,000 to invest and I give him, you know, he pays me a percentage to invest it. But at that time, that was like the most that I'd ever seen in my bank account in a, you know, a day, like he just gave me $20,000. And um, I really do think there is something to training your subconscious to think differently. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So important. I would think that's uh, mindset is probably the most important thing. And then, you know, underlying principles, strategies. And the next one, number four, is skill set. Did you want to start off with that or did you want me to jump into it? Yeah, I mean, um, I think we should probably talk about more strategies if, you, if you're cool with that. Because, like, we didn't really touch upon uh, – you know, like different, like getting gigs or like different tangible things you can do. Do you want to mention some of those? Unacceptable. Nope. We will not talk no. about those. No, I'm just kidding. Can't. Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> gotta charge it for them. <laughs> Go ahead. Go um, ahead. So, um, like one of the things that, uh, that I did when I was starting out, uh, is I just like wrote for different companies online. I mean, so many companies and bloggers and websites will pay you, you know, I think when I started out, it was like 15 bucks an article. Now I can get like, you know, over a hundred bucks, 200 bucks an article for different websites for specialized knowledge. But, you know, just go out there and just like look at different websites that have a bunch of articles and news websites. Just, you know, like click around, you know, email their editing team and ask them if they accept uh, submissions. You know, do they pay? I mean, like it's crazy. Like there's so much money on the Internet to be had in just writing. Like you don't even have to be good. You can literally just, you know, write something about some bullshit topic that maybe only a hundred fucking people in the world want to hear about. But, you know, if they'll pay you for it and you know about it, then that's great. So that was one thing that really helped me was just like writing for other people online. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be a writer online, you can go to warriorforum.com. It's a good, uh, way. Yeah. It's a good way to uh, advertise your services. And uh, yeah, that's that's one good thing. Or or Elance. I mean, there's so many there's so many different ways to make money online. It's like <clears throat> we could do 20 podcasts in a row about that, and we're gonna touch on that on the fifth one, how to start a business. But um, you know, BlackHatWorld.com is a good place too to offer mm. your services. And uh, yeah, if you want to be a writer specifically. Yeah. So I mean, just briefly, like you know, there's also graphic design. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fiverr is a really great website. Fiverr, Upwork. Uh, Fiverr is actually how I kind of got started in uh, like internet business. So like way back before I ever made any money online, I was just looking around. I was like, how the fuck, like what is this internet money thing? Like how do people do this? And I found some girl on Fiverr who was uh, quote unquote selling spells and she was charging like $15 to like remove a curse, like some bullshit like that from someone. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, there's no way, like what the fuck? And so I clicked on her account and she had like 50,000 reviews. What? Or something like yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like that means she's making like a six figure income selling spells on fucking fiber. <laughs> was she hot? So I bet she was hot. She, she was hot, so that yeah, was probably, I told you. fucking. That's, all, that's all what it was. Uh, she was probably it was probably some dude too who just put up a picture of a hot girl's oh, profile yeah. picture. Genius. Genius. <laughs> but um so from there I kind of I was like, okay, like maybe there's something to this. And uh so I made an account and I just did the same thing. And that's what modeling is, right? Is you find people that have success and you just do what they do. You did you sold spells. I, I did that's how I got my, my start online, dude. I started what? selling spells. And um some people would pay fucking like fifty dollars, a hundred dollars per spell. I had like a, a fucking value funnel. I would start them off with like, you know, like a five dollar curse removal or blessing and then like like lead them up the value funnel. But <laughs> Um, and eventually I, I quit cause I was like, this is dumb. Like I, I actually want to fucking contribute, contribute value to people's lives. This yeah, is stupid. But, um, yeah. but it was just like, you know, that's, that's how I got started. Like you just got to look around and just see how people are making money and just fucking do what they're doing. You know, it's, it's really simple. 
Dude, my first business online was a press release business. Yeah. And uh, I came up with this awesome concept. It just like came to me in the shower. And I was making like uh, three to four grand a week, working two hours a day. So I was making like the first time, the first time I'd ever make money online. And this was before, this was before I understood that you have to have freaking discipline when you're mm-hmm. making money. What's interesting is they found is that, um, so something like 95% of the population is poor and then 5% is rich or maybe 1%. I forget what the stats are, but what's interesting is that if you give a hundred people a million dollars, the same percentage of people who are poor in wider society, let's just call it 95%, will lose all that money within a year. Yeah. And and those people who are rich in uh, the 1% or the 5% of those 100 will keep the money or double it or triple it or turning it into a million dollars. But it's interesting because, again, it's a lot of people think like, man, if I could just get a million dollars, all my problems would be solved. I'd be rich. Everything would be fine. But if you're poor right now, uh, because your mindset is a poor mindset, you're going to probably lose all that money in the same amount of time anyway. So so again, it's really important first to get the mindset right and then the money will follow. It's kind of like not the other way around. First, you have to get the state and it's the same thing with women. First, you have to get the state, then the girls will come. You don't get the state because of the girls. You get the, yeah. you get the state and then you get the girls and it's the exact same thing with money. Absolutely. I really like that. Like that's – um. Because that, that is a very tangible thing that you can observe, you know. I think it's like 90% of people who win the lottery, the Powerball, which is like in Virginia, it's like 500 million or something huge like that. Yeah. Like 90% of people that win the lottery are poor yeah. or, you know, basically broke a year later. Yeah. And yeah. so like that – you really – like that can't – you can't just – just blow over that. Like I remember I heard that a bunch of times when I was young, you know, 16, 17 and trying to like look into like entrepreneurship and stuff and I was just like, okay, cool, but that's not me. Yeah. But like you you really have to fucking think about that because like $500 million is a lot of fucking money. Like where does that go? How do they lose that in a year? And again, what it comes down to is they just don't have the underlying mindset. So what happens is they basically have a fear-based mindset. They, they're playing to not lose, not playing to win. They're, uh, you know, focused on shiny objects. They don't have money management skills down. They don't know how to build a business or they they don't have high income skills. And then they get $500 million and then they just like fucking have the same mindset. So it just like, just like gets funneled out of their bank account into, you know, I think like, uh, just, you know, like who's his name? MC hammer. He like had a similar situation. And Mike Tyson. I was just about to say Mike Tyson lost everything. Damn. Dude, yeah, I mean, it's if yeah. they just don't get it's a poor person's mindset. Like, money won't solve that. The money is a result of the rich person's mindset. Exactly. So, so I'm gonna go back to my situation. So I'm like, I'm killing it, right? And I just moved to Colorado, and um, I'm originally from California. So, like, I wanted to get into the woods and like learn to hunt and fly fish and do all these cool things, dude. I blew all my money. How do you make twelve grand a month with a like twelve hundred dollar rent? and blow everything, it's easy. Move to <laughs> Colorado. Move to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Like mountain bikes, fly fishing, guns, fucking hunting equipment, like camping equipment. Let's go backpacking. Oh, dude, I bought a new car. I bought a motorcycle. I bought a street bike. I bought a dirt bike. Like I, I went off and then, dude, Google made a change. They did their penguin update. Oh. Boom. Devastated my business. Completely gone overnight. And I yeah, was dude. like, fuck, dude, I didn't save any money. Like I got all these cool toys. But I don't have any money. And that's when I really learned, you know, the valuable lesson that if you have that poor man's mentality where you just spend all your money on liabilities and liabilities, fly fishing rod, like guns, like all this junk and not put it into assets, I should have been investing that money. 12 grand grand a month is is great, man. Like you can make a lot of residual income from that if you do it intelligently. When – what year was this if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it was like maybe like eight years ago. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if, so if you put if you put ten grand into Bitcoin uh, at that point, you would have had over a billion dollars right now. Dude, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Yeah, no, I wouldn't because I would be rich, right? And I'd just blow it all because I'd still yeah. be in the poor mentality. I'd yeah. have a, I'd be a poor guy sleeping on a yacht. Yeah, you know I mean saying? that was the same with me, man. I um, when I was writing, I was writing clickbait for a while. And, um, you know, it got to the point where I was making, like, I was working like an hour, two hours a day and I was making like six, seven, eight grand a month. Yeah. 
there were some days where I made over a thousand dollars a day. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just so funny how like, I'm, I'm like really into uh, health and fitness and biohacking, but like I can take that too far sometimes. So, you know, like I got a, an eight grand paycheck and I was paying like $500 a month on rent. Like I was still in college and, um, Damn. I was like, Oh, like shit. Like what can I buy now? Like, let's look at the best shit to improve my human performance. And so I got like <laughs> some, like I, I spent like, dude, I spent a thousand dollars on silk sheets <laughs> That, like I, I didn't even fucking need, but I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have some silk sheets. Like that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, I spent uh, I spent like a thousand bucks on a new bed that I didn't need. Like you know, a bunch of money on fucking supplements. Like just like random shit. Like it's amazing how when you still have that mindset of like that that poor person's mindset, where yeah. it's like, oh, I got money, I need to spend it now. Yeah. Like, you're always gonna find more things to buy. Oh always. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, Mike Tyson. Like, oh, how much did he get per fight? Over a hundred and something million. Like, dude, Probably. how do you how do you blow all that money? It's easy, man. Go buy a Bugatti, <laughs> a couple yachts, a couple mansions. Blow, dude, all gone. And then you yeah. need to have the the nice underwear and the nice shoes and oh, you gotta. Yeah, have... you can't live in a mansion and have fucking yeah. like. You know, just like Hanes underwear. Like, yeah. <laughs> you need Gucci flip-flops. You need everything. It's just it's fucking gone. Yeah, dude. So, um, again, it's all it's all about your mindset. It's all about your mentality. And uh, that segues. Can we go now into number four skill set? Yes. Absolutely. Are you going to slap me back into number three? Nah. Let's, let's bitch slap ourselves in the future. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, um, like we've been talking about, you know, money money is a skill set. And it's funny to me because I talk to a lot of people who are like, yeah, man, I just – one day, you know, I'm going to make it or one day my business is going to take off. And like they're not doing anything to study. They're not doing anything to improve. And it's like if you want to become better at basketball, you're, you're on the court like all day taking shots. If you want to get better with women, you're opening girls and practicing how to speak to them. If you want to get better with money, you're studying. You're learning about finances. Now I know, dude, for me especially, like when I hear the word finances, it like makes me turn pale. I don't like to read about taxes. I don't like to to learn about finances. But I mean, I want to be rich. I want more money. And because I have been forcing myself, I've been disciplining myself to learn about this stuff, my financial situation has been getting a lot better. And it's it's actually pretty good right now. So what I'm saying is, most people spend 90% excuse me 90% of people spend their money on things like electronics and toys 10% of people spend money on books now yeah. think about that what what percent of the population is poor or middle class 90% 10% is affluent or wealthy that's kind of an interesting little comparison there that they say the cliche goes the more you learn the more you earn so yeah. it's all about studying. It's all about understanding. And there are loopholes. There's tax loopholes. There's investing loopholes. I mean, John, like your success with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is ridiculous. Like I was reading your sales page. I was like, holy shit, this guy has like the magic touch. No, he doesn't. He just fucking studied it. He studied his ass off. Like I've talked to like, <laughs> You can tell him. I mean, but it's like you went crazy studying and learning and getting better at and practicing because it's a skill set. And now it's like yeah. you, you're making, what is it, over six grand a month passive income? Like at least six grand a month? Easy, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it's like – it's funny because like, you know, all my friends are like hitting me up now because like they see my Snapchat stories of like, you know, I'll be like, haha, I'll take a screenshot and put it on Snapchat and be like, haha, lol, I just made like $5,000 today or something. <laughs> They're like, like, what the fuck? Like how would you do this? And I was yeah. like, bitch, like – when I was 18 and you were at parties, I was like watching some boring course on technical analysis by TD Ameritrade. Yeah. Like it, it goes back. Like it's it's you know this this these results now. Like it seems like they came out of nowhere, right? It seems like you know they just appeared overnight. But it's like success is that slow and steady grinding where you just like read a little bit every day, study a little bit every day. Yeah. You know, like I've spent so much fucking money on courses and on seminars and on books just reading about the stock market and cryptocurrencies and learning how they work and and even to this day i'll spend an hour at least a day just reading about different articles you know uh to get a sense of the general public sentiment on crypto so i can get you know again so i can get uh, like a hold of those emotions like is the public feeling fear or greed because mm -hmm. that's going to impact my investment strategy like i'm always learning you know it's just you have to always fucking learn and, um, you know, not to mention I've lost and gained so much money and, and that's the most expensive thing is, you know, you learn when you make mistakes with crypto, you lose money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like you just have to learn and if you can learn from others, uh, who have success and so you don't have to lose your own money, 
and you can just skip that process and just learn from others that have success and just yeah. do what they do, yeah. then that's the best thing because then you save time because you don't have to read all the bullshit, study all the bullshit, and you save money because you don't have to make those mistakes yourself. Now, in your crypto course, which by the way, just to remind you, you're going to give that to me for free. Yes. Um, I get to basically I get to basically just do what you do, right? So if you make a trade, you're going to post it somehow or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. So so basically I um I actually thought of charging extra for that like it, at first when we were, you know, I was I was thinking about how to launch the course, but I, I decided to just give it away for free. Mm. So basically it's uh it's multiple parts. There's the course itself, which is uh, nine modules. It goes over like all the technical analysis and the the foundations of crypto and what you need to know about it and trading and mining. And then um the real bonus and the real cream of the crop and the real thing that's going to get people success in my opinion is the uh, the suite that we're creating where basically I'm going to give you login information and you can check it you know and get updates whenever you want and basically the way it's going to work is it's going to be a group of like-minded people who all brainstorm ideas and you know talk in this chat group and every single time I make a trade so every any time that I buy anything whether it's a stupid coin like Dogecoin that made me 50% in two days, whether it's you know something like Ethereum or if I'm doing a short on Zcash, whatever it is, I'm going to notify you the second that I do that so you can do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to notify you when I get out so you can also do the exact same thing. Sweet, man. I mean yeah. – um, you know, there's something to say about learning and working hard and doing all this, but uh, if you could just follow somebody else who's doing it, like you said, duplicate their system, um, yeah. I kind of think that's the better way because it's, it's working smart rather than working hard. So Exactly. Um, and the great thing too is like they'll like not only will you make money by following my trades, but you'll learn too because not only am I just going to say like, yeah, I bought this. I'm going to say why I bought it. Like I'm going to do the analysis. Like you're going to make money and learn at the same time. So it's like how could you get any better than that? That, you know yeah yeah that's that's excellent and one other point I wanted to say with this is that um, there there's a lot of value in listening to people you know a lot of people go into interactions with others and all they want to do is talk and, and hear the sound of their own voice but the smartest people actually shut up and listen because you have two ears and one mouth for a reason the reason is you should listen and also when you listen to people you get to learn and when you're quiet, a lot of people will just keep talking and talking. You get to pick their brain. And it also puts you at the advantage of if you already know their thoughts, then you can retort to something they said with the advantage because you already know what they're thinking. They've laid their cards on the table. So when you're studying, when you get a mentor, really listen and be humble. I mean, even when I meet, you know, a lot of the times I'll meet with students. Like I said, on Thursday nights, I teach seduction. I'll go out with a notepad and I'll pick their brains. And I'll listen to what they have to say. Not not always necessarily about uh, picking up girls, but I, I work with a lot of rich, you know, wealthy guys who need help with women. And you know, I'll, I'll get investing advice and I'll get advice like that. So the ability to humble yourself and to learn from others, like, dude, John is the master of cryptocurrency. Like, I can't even touch him with the ten foot pole when it comes to that. So, dude, I shut up and I listen to the guy because he's making a lot of money right now. And if he's going to let me in on his course where I get to like look over his shoulder and make all this money, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that because I'm intelligent enough to know that there's smarter people and, and the smart person surrounds himself with people who are smarter than he is at those things he's not great at. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, brother. I mean, you're doing well, man. I, I respect you because, dude, when you get when you get obsessed with something, I mean, it's the same thing with me. It's all in, like all chips in, like, um, you know, stay up all night studying it. And uh, I really respect that about you. So I'm super psyched. It's releasing, what'd you say? Next July Tuesday? 24th. July 24th. So next Tuesday. And yep. you only have I, I 30 spots left. So because it's, um, because it's like really hands on and I'm going to be engaging with people and, and, you know, like giving personalized coaching and stuff through the, the chat group, um, it's only open to 30 people. Okay. So you'll have to you'll have to get it quick. Yeah, I'll definitely pull the trigger on that. All right, cool. You ready to go on to number five? We're at uh fifty three minutes, fifty four minutes. Whew. I'm I'm ready. This is a Man. long podcast. Yeah, it felt like it went by in just a few minutes though. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So how to start a business? Ho ho. I mean, we're gonna have <laughs> to have you know ten other podcasts like this. But um, your hosts have had a lot of experience with this, both successes and failures. So. We can definitely give you some good tips, specifically in my case, how to start a business online and the same with John. Um, I don't really know a lot about starting a brick and mortar business, though I'm sure it's very similar. But um, 
a couple things I just wanted to say in this podcast. Again, we're going to get much more in depth in this in the future. But a lot of people will come up with an idea and they'll be like, man, this is the greatest idea ever. People are going to buy this for sure. And their mom tells them it's a great idea. And their best friend tells them a great idea. And their brother says it's great. So they build this entire product. They build this entire website. And they do all this stuff without proving what's called a minimum viable concept. Now, this is really important. Can you sell it? Do people actually want to buy that? I've thought of a million ideas that were like, holy shit, this is going to be a moneymaker. <laughs> I have wasted so much time building shit out before actually proving that it'll sell. What you want to do is you want to sell it first before you even build it. You want to market it first before you even have anything to sell. And one of the good ways to do that is we have Facebook Facebook ads. We have Google ads where you can simply put up an ad, make it go to a landing page, see if you can sell the damn thing. You don't even need to have it. I mean, it's a little bit screwed up to sell something you don't have, but if you want to save time and you want to do it the smart way, you have to prove that minimum viable concept. And the only way to do that is to test. And I'm telling you, you can spend thousands on Facebook ads before you have anything that will convert. Um, You need to test things, test it, test it. So when you have a business idea, There's two things you can do. Prove the minimum viable concept by doing what I just said. Advertise on Facebook, bring them to a webinar, whatever. Get on the phone with them and see if you can sell it. Number two, just try to sell it to anybody. When I come up with a new course or anything like that, like I do coaching, right? I try to sell my coaching first to people who I I don't know, totally cold prospects. Hey bro, do do you want to come out with me and learn pickup? And I'll try to close them on that If I know I can close a cold approach, somebody I don't know, then I know I can bring it to the internet, warm them up through giving them what's called a lead magnet. Again, this is kind of too in-depth to get into in this podcast, but basically you warm them up, follow up with emails, drive them to your website, lead them to a sales page, and then they buy your product. But first, you have to prove that the damn concept will work. And I hate to say this, a lot of people don't like it, but you have to learn to sell. So if you're going to start your own business, the two most important things you need are the ability to sell your damn product because that's where the money is. The money is in sales. Whether you sell it in person with words or you sell it with copywriting, which is basically writing a sales page where people buy it. And the second thing, what was the first thing? I have kind of lost my train of thought there. The first thing is knowing how to sell and the second thing is traffic. So you got to know how to get traffic that's actually going to convert. John the way he got traffic was by writing blogs that blast tons of traffic to his website. And at first his sales copy was junk. Like I saw it. <laughs> yeah. No offense, yeah. brother. I saw it back in the day, like, holy shit. And what he did is he improved the sales copy. So now it sells. So he's got the two fundamentals. He's got traffic and he's got sales. You need, if you want to improve your business acumen, if you want to start a successful business, I hate to say this, a lot of people don't like to hear it, but you need to learn to sell. And learning how to sell isn't that hard. I used to not be able to do it, but now get me on the phone with you, like I'll close you on like oxygen. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I can sell really well because there's basic principles to selling. It's really based on emotion. People, People don't buy on logic, they buy on emotion and then rationalize it later. It's the same with women. Women act on their emotions and then rationalize it later. So again, learn how to sell, learn how to get traffic. Yeah, the importance of that cannot be overstated. I mean, just those two, like, so marketing and just basically, you know, basically marketing. I mean, they're both kind of parts of marketing. Like, that's mm-hmm. what's so key is if you can't market your stuff, then you're you're not going to make it. Like, that's the, kind of the harsh reality that people don't like to hear. Like, a lot of the time I'll talk to these people, um, you know, who have these really naive ideas, right? And they're like, so like, let me, let me do a thought experiment right now to kind of drive this idea home. So... If, uh, you know, if I said uh, I have two products, one is going to give you brain cancer it's, and it's going to make you fat and it's going to make you feel like shit and get you addicted. <laughs> the second product is going to make you feel clean and amazing and, and it's going to give you energy and mental clarity and focus and you're going to lean down and look great. Which one do you think you would want? Right? right? Most people would say that they want the fucking second. But the first is Coca-Cola and the second is kale juice. And Coca-Cola is the number one selling soft drink in the world. Right. So like what's going on there? Well, it's that they know how to fucking market their products and they don't have these like lofty ideas of like, oh, we're going to sell something that's like really great. They're like, no, like we're going to sell what people will buy Hmm. because that's what it comes down to. It's like, you know, 
you will lose so much money if you try to sell things that you just like think that people will like like yeah. no like wh- why would you think anything like actually try it you know like i'll talk to people um because i mean you know we're both business owners mark and i and um i'll talk to people that like they fucking they'll they'll be like oh you know what you should do is this or what you should do is that or like maybe you should do this and, I, and i'm just like bitch like like why would i do anything like it just test it and see what it does yeah. and if it, it works then keep doing it like it's fuck this like bullshit philosophizing like and and this is coming from a philosophy major like i value thought but but at some point like action and testing and seeing the tangible results are what are so key yeah you have to test uh, a lot of times just with an ad you have to test um you know up to 10 different variations and it's amazing with ads especially on facebook just how changing the background color can increase your conversions (laughs) by you know x percent so you need to make ads with a bunch of different background colors and People, people have these lofty ideas like what you said, but that's why 9 out of 10 businesses fail is because they fail to to take in the reality that, dude, nobody wants your fucking brilliant idea. I remember a friend of mine in California knew the guy who came out with those gloves for surfing where when you're paddling, they're, they're like – they basically turn your hands into like duck feet. Like there's, yeah. there's webbing, yeah, like between, the webbing. The, yeah, yeah. between the fingers. Like we all thought like holy shit, this is going to explode and I think he made like – he he made like a ton of them, right? Because he's like, it's gonna go crazy, and no one bought them. No one bought it because it hurts. I, I tested them. It like hurts your arm when you're paddling because there's like so much resistance that they make, so it like throws out your elbow joint, kind of. Yeah. And, and I mean, people are right now in America. There are boxes and boxes and boxes in people's garages full of books, uh, you know, chemistry sets, and a bunch of other crap that they thought would sell but didn't. So you need to prove that minimum viable concept. Save your time, save your energy, go fucking cold call a hundred people and try to sell your shit to them before you even like before you even make it. If a bunch of people buy it, then be like, oh, there's a two week back order and get get to fucking work making the product because now you found a minimum viable concept. But most of the shit you think of is not gonna work. So you need to prove the concept first. Don't make the mistake that I did and John did, I dare say of creating mm. this gigantic product and these gigantic ideas that are going to go nowhere. Total waste of time. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, um, I, I have a funny story about what you said on uh, the first thing where you basically said that people can change the color of their Facebook ad background and, like, boost sales, right? Yeah. So, and this just drives home the fact, like, how emotionally driven people are, like we were talking about before. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't buy products because, like, logically it's a good idea. They buy products because they're like, oh, shit, like, I need that. I have some pain in my life that pain. I need to fix. Mm-hmm. And um, so like when I was doing experiments on my uh, my sales pages for my two products, I found that changing the color of the buy now button from I think it was like a, a blue color, to changing orange. it to, to, to orange, red, yep. or yellow. Yep. I think red is the best. It increased sales by like 57%. Oh, like really? It's, it's red, just red like one thing. Orange? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I think it it probably depends on a few different factors, but oh, yeah. like for me, red worked the best. I think also because red matches the ebook cover because mm. like the part of it's in red and like it just like matches it really well, I guess. But I mean, yeah, like red, yellow, and orange. Those like alerts, like like alert action kind of like emotional colors. Yeah. those work really well, and that just drives home the fact that like most people are just you know emotional and they're just kind of unconsciously clicking around online. And, um, you know, it's just being able to sell them comes down to, like, knowing what converts. So do you know, will people buy more based on what they desire or more based on what they want to avoid? Do Probably on what they want to avoid. Because yep. like we were saying, 90% of people are, are playing to not lose. Yep. Right? yep, you're absolutely right. So so when you write sales copy, um, it's really good to to play on that and, and try to – People are more interested in alleviating a pain than getting a desire because pain is Mm. is more of a – I don't know. Maybe it's more of a um, present kind of emotion. Yeah, it's immediate. Exactly. But the way to sell – like I've written sales pages where they made no sense logically. Like you read it. You're like, dude, this makes no sense. They (laughs) fucking converted like (laughs) – like wildfire man because just go for those emotions 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 and like you know um if if you could if you could get people both trying to avoid something and trying to go towards something in the same sales page and then lead them to the inevitable conclusion which is your product 
um, it converts like wildfire. So lots of concepts there, copywriting. Maybe we'll do a copywriting podcast mm. um, in the future, but there, there's tons of interesting stuff. And again, it's all emotional. With women too, guys, when you're talking to a girl, um, you have to get emotions out of her. If you're doing the old, where do you work? What's your favorite color? You know, all that crap. <laughs> You're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a phone number. By the way, a good little technique is you ask a girl, uh, "Hey, what's your favorite phone or what's your favorite color?" And she's like, "Well, it's red." You're like, Psh, "Wrong." This girl doesn't even know her own favorite color, dude. How unattractive is that? Anyway, good little concept there. Mm. So, um, you ready to wrap this up, man? I've just about had it. Yeah, yeah. I think we covered everything pretty much. Okay, so. Um, Go ahead and check out my one-on-one coaching page. You can do that by just uh, clicking the link below. Let's see if I went ahead and implemented the techniques I just spoke about and the sales page that I wrote. Um, <laughs> I wrote that sales page in about half an hour. So check it out. See what you think. See if it gets you emotional. See if you just want to – you just have to work with Mark Singh because you're going to plow through sticking points and destroy low self-esteem. And then also I have something called the approach formula. Uh, you can grab that at theapproachformula.com. It's uh, typically 32 bucks, but since you're listening to this podcast and since you've stayed with us for an hour and five minutes, which we do appreciate, you can go ahead and grab that for a mere $10. Bro, that's less than you're going to spend on lunch tomorrow. And it's going to give you the opportunity to see a girl, any girl you're attracted to, approach her and get her phone number. I'd say that's worth 10 bucks if you ask me. So uh, go ahead and, and just click in the in the description below. Hopefully John will actually put my links in there this time and uh, you can click over to that. John, did you want to tell them about your products? Yeah, yeah. So um, all Mark's products will be down below. Uh, you can just click on the links. And um, I have two products, soon to be three. First one is seven strategies to develop your masculinity and that's basically seven strategies that you can use to very, very rapidly transform your life, become more masculine, get rid of uh, you know negative emotions like fear with women and approach anxiety and things like that. Um, the link for that will be down below. And uh, Mark also wrote the sales page for that. I think he did a great job. Thank I was you, reading sir. it myself and I was like getting emotional. I was like, oh, you, like hey, I need this product. And I was did, like, I made did, this product. Did you buy your own product? Because that's when I know I wrote a good, a good sales page. I did. I, <laughs> I bought, I've, I've bought every product that I own. <laughs> um, and second, there's Body of an Alpha, which is uh, basically how to build the lean and shredded physique that women absolutely go crazy for. Mm. Um, it's ridiculous. So it's actually beach season and I've, I've like gotten women looking at me left and right when I leave the gym. Yeah. And uh, that's very possible for you guys too. I gave Mark the the ebook for free, and you know you guys can get it on a discount right now. It's a great ebook. I cover everything from uh, bodybuilding to health and fitness, everything you need to know to get shredded and just turn heads when you walk down the beach or walk down the street. And then thirdly is Bitcoin Millionaire, my epic course on how to trade Bitcoin and become wealthy from trading Bitcoin, become a millionaire by the year 2022, probably sooner. But um, that one I'll put a link down below. It hasn't launched just yet, but if you want to, you can take a look at the sales page. And uh, yeah, with that in mind, I think that's pretty much everything. Man, that was that was a great podcast. That got me fired up to uh, go look at my finances right now and figure out how I can I can keep stacking my money. And um, I'm really looking forward to this Bitcoin course. Um, adding another revenue stream. That's what I'm always trying to do. I'm always trying to get multiple revenue streams, money coming in from all different directions, so you're not necessarily relying on just one. Um, if one you know falters, you got a bunch of other stuff coming in. So um, I'm super fired up to get into that program. Can't wait for you to guide us through um, you know trades and show us how to make money. Really excited about that, man. So I'll be the first guy in line. Sounds good, man. I'm All excited. Right. All right, well, guys, thank you again so much for coming. I mean, dude, especially if you're listening right now and you put in an hour and eight minutes of your precious time. Um, Please know that we really appreciate that and we really appreciate you. We appreciate your support and um, you're a champion, dude, because obviously you want to improve yourself and you're willing to put the time in to, uh, to make that happen. So thanks again. We look forward to podcast number four and uh, we'll see you guys soon. All right. Take it easy, guys.